Commander, Virtual Paradigm Envisionator is failing. Recommended operational range is 23%. We can't run at that low of a level. The illusion will shatter. We need to push it to 300%. But Commander, the Grand Organized Doctrine cannot handle operational levels that high. The simulation will collapse. Hey, Commander, this is Satan down in engineering. Uh, things are getting a little hairy down here. The plebes have figured out how to use social media as a weapon of uh, mass destruction. There also may or may not be a couple of fires that are only like 90% contained. Fire suppression systems are currently unavailable. You must hold Envisionator capacity at 300%. Reroute power from Viral Containment Lab 6-9. Power rerouted. Strain 420 has been released. Hey, Commander, it's starting to get really hot down here. Global temperatures rising to critical levels. Just maintain current illusionary frequencies. Sir, they've weaponized the financial institutions, and now my pension's gone. We've lost all health insurance. Simulation failure in 5, 4, 3, 2... It is time to buy into the power market like Wall Street bets bought into the stonk market. I think it's it's time. It's it's long past overdue just like Wall Street bets was long past overdue to happen. See the hedge funds are required to be public about their dealings. Mm -hmm. And that's why it should have happened a long time ago. People really should have put two and two together and went if they're making money shorting these stocks, we can make money squeezing the short. I don't know what took so long, and I'm happy it happened because it's just fun to watch the results. But now it's time to look at the power market. And yes, power gets traded almost as easy as stocks. You might as well make a fucking app for it at this point, like well, Robin Hood. I think we should crowdfund to buy our own lobbying firm. The people, and the, yeah. the stonks <clears throat> thing proved to people, I, I hope they focus on, not that we're, not just that we're sticking to the man, because that's a fun thing, but more of that, hey, if just a few of us put in what we've got, mm -hmm. we can have a lot of collective power, and that's, they don't want us to realize that. That's why they have us fighting on Twitter. Yeah, you guys, it's, it's, su it's super easy to just dismiss all of these claims as conspiracy theories, and I love how they've, put such a negative connotation on the word conspiracy theory <sighs> like that that's it didn't i don't think it started with the jfk assassination but that's when it really began like their their little campaign against conspiracies like they you you are fucking crazy if you think that uh what the hell was the guy's name that the, shot jfk the shooter Lee Harvey Oswald? Lee, yeah, if you think Lee Harvey Oswald was influenced by some kind of, uh, like, the intelligence industrial complex or whatever, what have you, the communists, if, if you don't, if you think he acted alone, I think you're crazier than the conspiracy theorists who say that there's a cabal of cannibal baby eaters. Well, the thing is, like, is really, that like, we go back through history, though, and people <clears throat> that have un checked power do really horrible things yeah, and so is that too far-fetched to think it's like everybody's been lulled maybe not even intentionally but it's happened organically where everybody got lulled into this sense of everything is perfect in america and our government's perfect and they're going to treat us really really well and yeah. because we got the constitution or something i don't know if you've 
if you guys think that's a, an actual shield or not, but it's not because um, it actually takes effort to uphold the laws given to us by the creator. That's part of the Constitution is that you have to defend this. The Second Amendment, it wasn't just so you could buy 3,000 guns and keep them in your basement and go shoot thermite in your backyard. The Second Amendment was <laughs> so that we could defend that Constitution specifically, not to go shoot up the Capitol building per se, but to basically just have a defense in case rogue power structures uh, you know, infiltrate our government that we put a lot of checks and balances in but it's not infallible like it's going to it's not going it's, it, it can be manipulated and it has been now manipulated for the last century maybe more oh i think liberty's um, always under attack I, I think as soon as the document was written it it was under attack and we've defended it quite well um but leading up to the recent events in uh, in the news weeks it's under attack more heavily now i mean i really think that Private companies should be beholden to that document as well. So they should allow free speech and allow uh, free thought and all this other stuff that they're not allowing because it's to keep us safe. we got to be safe from our, our, our dirty thoughts and dirty mouths. Oh, yeah, it was just as It's funny how uh, what's trendy changes, but yet how humans behave never does. Like they always are in, like in Idaho right now, they're considering, they, they want a constitutional amendment to ban marijuana. Oh, this is, I hate and this. This is making me very angry because these are the same people who are like, give me liberty or give me death. And it's like, yeah. you, do you realize it's... that you're using the government to ban something, but then you can go out and buy a pack of cigarettes. You, it's like, you never, ever, ever want your government telling you what you can put in your body ever. Exactly. It's, it's just, it's not even an American ideal to it's me. It's not. It's... It never works. No, okay, prohibition. I know. We if have you guys want to talk about prohibition, it's never worked for any power structure in the world to prohibit something. Never. It's always Good going ideas to blow up in their face. Do not require force. This whole That's true. Very this true. Whole the whole coercion through virtue signaling complex that we are stuck and mired in right now is actually so detrimental mm -hmm. to our liberties. And then it does make me have this whole conspiracy theory there's a cabal. Because it's like they're using mm -hmm. psychology and all the lessons we learned to manipulate the populace into giving away their liberty voluntarily in mm -hmm. the name of safety. That's, um, I've been looking into what they call uh, power elite analysis. Yes, explain which this. Which is a very, just, a, it's, it's an illogical, it's a logical approach to... Um, basically looking into actual conspiracies that happen. Okay. And uh, that's one of the things that you will notice about these powerful elite people. And it's not uh, the Illuminati. That's a fun one to think, you know, to, to talk about and make conspiracies about. And it's embedded in history, so you feel like you're like unlocking a secret code. Okay. It's hidden in history. But it's not. It's just, I mean, maybe there is secret societies from these very affluent schools that are grooming people to be world leaders and whatever. It doesn't matter. They are our But power the point elite. is, let's, let's take away that bullshit from it and just look at the people themselves. Uh, but we all know it is, I mean, look, at there's a, the Skull and Bones Club and there was another one that was from Harvard, but Skull and Bones is from Princeton. And they're, they're legitimately these, it's kind of like a frat house type of deal where a these goddamn enemy. rich white people are like, we got to like uh, rule the world. 
where they figured out the political game and how to and how to plant their people in it. Just and maybe there's nothing bad going on, but they're literally like their decisions. They're doing that, like. <clears throat> um, but my point is, is there are real conspiracies that, and and it, all a conspiracy is, it's gotten such a negative stigma over the years because of the tinfoil hat archetype and all that. Because people go a little crazy when they start to look into it. But all a conspiracy is, is like an act where it's, where it's, it's people like coercing, like working together, forming an idea together. I mean, and you can do it alone. Let me look up the exact definition because I'm rambling well, about While you do it. that, um, there's an interesting point there. I think we all know someone or are related to someone that is has a predilection for conspiracy theories. And the problem is they get so wrapped up that everything becomes a conspiracy. And so then they it's like they always have to raise the bar constantly. Well, did you see this and this space laser and this frogs? It's like it, it's it just keeps upping the ante. And what happens is when they get so wrapped up in everything is a conspiracy, people don't take them seriously anymore. And, exactly. And I, I feel like it's like that might be what you're um, talking about. Did you find <clears> your actual? <throat> and I looked up the power elite while you did that. Uh, conspire just means to make secret plans jointly to commit an unlawful or harmful act. I didn't know in the definition of the word that it uh, to. The unlawful or harmful part. Well, I didn't know that was actually part of the definition. I thought it was like, because I could conspire with you to make a pizza. Yeah, but, but maybe that's not the right use not of the, the word right then. Yeah, because conspire means so, it's not without knowledge of others. So that's why the word has like an energy behind it. That's it's very, a negative it's, connotation. It's got this. Uh, yeah, it's like the it's like ooh, conspiring. Um, but there is a second definition uh, of events or circumstances seem to be working together to bring about a particular result typically to someone's detriment. But guess what guys? That's that's the entire political game. Yeah, someone always If gets they're hurt. not conspiring against us normal Joes, they're conspiring heavily against each other and we watched it play out I think for the last basically the whole time I've been alive, every single election that's happened since I've been alive is like just all these conspiracies all the time. Well, the power elite that these, you're talking about were struggling for control, though. That, see, because yeah. they have there's different ideologies among humans about how the control needs to be maintained and done. Yeah. And so you have one group of thought, and then you have another group of thought. I don't know. As a kid, I was told all the time that a rich man has no country. And I thought about that a lot this week because if you think yeah, about they're it, above the, they're above the constraints of a country. Well, and I see this, the power elite was an actual book written by a sociologist named C. Wright Mills. Yeah. And according to the Mills, the eponymous power elite are those that occupy the dominant positions in the dominant institutions, military, economic, and political of a dominant country. And, and their decisions or lack of decisions have enormous consequences, not only for the U.S. population, but the underlying populations of the world. And I also found this interesting that... He was talking about the elite themselves may not be aware of their status as the elite when it comes to the modern American conspiracy theory. Yeah. Like, they might honestly think they're doing some good. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a big part of, uh, of the power elite structures. Like, a lot of them just think they're doing something. They don't know that, that their impacts are so like detrimental if they're bad or... Well, they don't have to see there's it. There's a lot of good, though. I'm not saying everything's bad and doom and gloom. There's a lot of good going on in the world. There always is. And it makes me happy. I like focusing on the good. It's The problem is right now is that there's a we huge shift we, to control. Yeah, we have to be aware of the bad, though, because <sighs> elite is such a... It's now one of those words that's associated with conspiracy theorists because it... Yeah, but guys, there really is 
elite people out there. The top of the top of any industry or institution. Mm -hmm. Elite. You can't use any other word to properly describe their position in the world. Um, Affluent doesn't cut it. It isn't powerful enough to... uh, There's a lot of affluent people. Uh, like oh yeah but it's not that it's but it's elite the top. like the fucking you can't it doesn't get better they're the top i think a like, good analogy is fighter pilots are the top one percent of the top one percent of pilots in the military yeah. so it's like it's that group of people and think about just how awesome they are because to be an elite what we're talking about is not some like trust fund baby that just goes to coachella every year we're <laughs> talking about the they, top tier yeah like when what we talked about in last week's episode the the davos group yes or the Bilderberg group is another one similar to that. Yep. Where these people literally get together and they go, we have enormous power. How can we use that to just make big changes in the world? Like to their view, they they all have an agenda. They all have a view. They do. And I'm not saying and all they of them are either. I think they do conspire. Yeah, because do you, at the end of the day, do you want somebody making decisions for you? This is what I'm tired about with people amending constitutions with laws like prohibition laws. The constitution in its true form, with respect to certain things dealing with slavery and stuff like that, but I'm just talking about the Bill of Rights. All of that has to do with protecting you from government infringing upon what you already have. Not just our government. I mean Everybody all else's government, because too. Because other humans... Because they want a piece of the pie. Governments are made up of people. They are not some giant faceless entity. And I think that we've taken the person out of government. Like, think about the last time yeah. you've went to your seat of government in town and done something. Because I got in an argument with this about with my family because I have some conspiracy-minded people. And they're all like, this has to be this way. We have to go to war, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, when's the last time you went down to a planning and zoning meeting or ran for local office or right. supported a cause? When did you it's, get some skin in the game? It's the best place to start currently in the, in the way that the political climate is set up. Well, it's what affects you it's the, the most. It's the best way too. to start is to start locally in your town or your city. Or donate money municipality, to a whatever cause you live or in. a lobbyist or a politician that yeah. aligns. Because see, that's just it. They're, they'll, that's everybody talks right now, but they don't move. do anything. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. There's so thinking. much talk. I've started to just... like I've, I've become jaded with conspiracies well, you and, and I conspiracy theories. I've always analyzed them. I think I think about it too much. But recently, I've I've reached a point where I'm just done with it. Okay. But then because actually- <laughs> I, you can you can you can analyze it all you want. You can look at these things all you want and trace the connect all the dots. You know, I'm running out of red yarn. Let's just put it that way. I'm running out of fucking red yarn to connect all these dots. Mm-hmm. I don't care anymore. It's time shortage? to take actual action. Yes. Against it. There's we have enough evidence of all of the bullshit. That's going the, all of the corruption in Washington D.C. and even in local townships and stuff. There's fucking corruption even in just scholarly fields. Like mm-hmm. I was watching this. Of course, I was watching a documentary about how Alex Jones's claim about they're putting stuff in the water to make the freaking frogs gay. Guess what? There's a whole heap of truth in that one little statement he made. And he sounds crazy, and he is a little crazy. But when he says stuff like that and it ends up being true when you look into it, it's like, hmm. But nobody's been able to do anything about it. They're still putting stuff in the water that makes the freaking frogs gay. Because I'll break it down very simply. Because my brain is so full that I didn't pick up all of the information about it when I watched this documentary. I have to watch it three or four times to really understand it. But the gist is uh, there was this company... I'm not going to name it because I don't remember the name because it's one of those weird fucking 
chemical companies, and they always have weird names. So I, we can look it up, but go do, go look it up for yourself. Yeah, the um, but there's a company who was uh, making chemicals for agriculture, and I don't know exactly what the chemical was intended for, but they're spraying it on a bunch of crops everywhere. It was very it was the most popular chemical to spray. I think it was a pesticide, actually. So like Roundup, like yeah, kind of like Roundup, but maybe a little worse. Well, uh, it turns out it got into groundwater supplies all over the world. And it was uh, changing the gender of frogs, probably other animals too, little lizards and stuff, but particularly easy to study in these frogs that it was affecting. And uh, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't maybe saying that it makes the frogs gay is a little crude. But it but realistic. Their... But scientifically, it was fucking with the gender and hormones of huge frog populations. And this one guy, he did a huge, huge research study on that happening. And he presented it and immediately was opposed by other studies, not just by the company that made the chemical, but then the other studies that weren't done by that company were funded by that company. And they smeared the guy. Not just tried to prove him wrong, but also smeared the guy himself. They always do this. And it just points out, I'm not, I, do, I don't want to talk about that particular thing of the chemical making the frogs gay what i want to talk about is the corruption in what is supposed to be uh, what is supposed to be like science let's get to an actual conclusion rightfully but they don't because there's all this opposition controlled opposition and money flowing around the departments exactly well and that's just it my biggest takeaway from all of this that we've been going through is if you can afford five bucks for Doge or Bitcoin, how come you can't afford five bucks and for, um, you know, like to buy your own lobbying firm? The problem is it's we don't exactly have easy access to that world either. It's not like anybody can go. It's not like walking into a Walmart and choosing your own lobbyist. You it's have not, enough doesn't money. Like you can it's do anything. It's a lot more complicated. Well, it's true, but you just hire the people to do it. Yeah, money does do a lot, but you still kind of have to know what you're doing. Well, um, that's true, but there are you people You have to pick that... the right lobbyist. It has to be... The cause actually has to be written. Like, you have to have laws and stuff written out to be able to push through. And that's the problem the is lobbying. we have an instant gr- gratification culture. Think yeah. about the last time you've had to fight a long fight. Usually everything we do in life is to mitigate pain and discomfort. This is not going to be an easy thing because you're not only, like you said, you don't know what you're doing, but then you also have to fight an entrenched institution. Yeah, the, a, a very entrenched institution. But the alternative is so much worse. This was part of the argument I had. I don't want to fight with people literally. I love that people fight on the internet now and actually in some ways because they're not shooting each other. They're just calling each other yeah, names. No. It could be so much worse. And so in order to fix our government, you know, that whole tree of liberty has to be watered with the blood of traitors thing. I would rather do that with digital blood than actual blood. Uh, yeah, like, now we have the tools to not uh, spill any real blood, I would which like is nice. To, and I feel like we can do that. Kind of what is happening, though. Have you been on yeah. Twitter before? Yeah. Well, on, like, the actual, like, political the political people's Twitters? Yeah, they're pretty mean. They're fucking... They're, they're holy savage. God, I thought regular people... We're awful to each other on Twitter, and they are. But you start looking into the senators and the Congress people and their Twitters, and they're just as bad as everybody else. Because I mean, they're just people, but they go at each other's throats. I've, it's it's entertaining. But see, I think that's part of the problem. It's like the gladiator we people days. should not only demand that they don't infringe on our rights, but we should also demand civility. Yeah, because I mean that's very important. I think it is because it takes effort. <laughs> part of the problem 
that we have right now is people are so cruel to each other. And I don't, I'm not polyandrous. I don't expect people to be nice to each other all the time. In fact, if you have a, a point and you argue it with passion, cool. I don't even care if you get a little loud. The problem I have is when people are being so savage against each other that they refuse to work together. Mm -hmm. And you are not going to get your own way. Because guess what, guys? We are not all the same. Some people are liberal. Some people are conservative. The problem I have is when those people decide they need know what's best for me and they want to pass a bunch of rules with their consortium buddies to infringe my life. When I, As long as I am not harming other people with my conduct, possibly harming myself, that's none of their damn business. And yep. we've let them do... And when I say them, I say all these people in power... They've realized it's like, yeah, but I think I know what's best for you on your zoning of your land. Or I know what's best for you on this. Or I know what's best for you on that. And it's like, no, you don't. And you need it's, to back off. It's the same thing with what we saw in the stock market. Mm -hmm. Where these big hedge funds and these You're big investment companies. Enough. We have to save you from your own bad decisions of money. So we're going to basically raise the threshold of entry to this industry or the casino basically yeah yeah i can literally take a quarter and go stick it in a slot machine at a gas station in montana and there's literally everywhere every fucking gas station in montana has slot machines or video kino well, and yep. i can go do, i can go be as irresponsible as i want with my money in vegas yeah i could take three million dollars and go blow it all on a fucking roulette table or blackjack whatever i want i can go bet on horse races which is the dumbest thing that anybody's ever done a lot of people make money doing it though but yep. I can't day trade with less than $25,000. Like, why? It's not going to hurt anything if my pitiful $80 I throw in the stock market is going to... What's it going to do? Like, $80. One, one person's $80. Now, if a billion people put $80 in the stock market and fuck it all up, guess what? Whatever. Yeah, but look at these rules were made by the people Shouldn't have the stock market in the first place. The rules are made by the people that they benefit from it. Because to be an accredited investor, you have to have an annual income exceeding $200,000 for the last two years. And these mm -hmm. are SEC rules. Now, these are regulations. I want you guys to listen very closely on this. On the surface, the way the stock market works, it's investing, right? You're investing mm -hmm. money in companies. You're supposed to like the company and, and, and see the potential of growth. That's how it works. A lot of the times, it's supposed to be long-term retirement. It sits in there and cooks because the stock market generally just goes up. Always. For years and years and years. Yeah. Here's the problem. I, I, it's, like, it's like one of those clickbait YouTube videos. The secret they don't want you to know. Now, here is the secret, guys, and I'm not even charging you for this. Okay, this is free advice, and this is financial advice. Hmm. You can just donate straight to the company around the stock market and write it off on taxes if you want. Well, maybe not, because I think they have to be a legitimate charity. Yeah. Okay, forget about the write-off thing, but you can just go above the stock market and just give money straight to the company. Just, hmm. just seriously, you can. You don't have to do the stock market game. You can just be like, I like your business. Here's some fucking money. It's the same thing. You don't have to hold a stock. You could just give them money. Well, that's just... I wish you could write that off, though, as a, as a charitable donation. But investing is long-term speculation, though. Yeah. Well, and it's not a bad thing. Historically, it's where a lot of wealth is built, because since the Depression, the stock market has risen an average, I think, is it 12% overall? Now, it's mm -hmm. had its lows and highs, but as it's an arc. It's yeah. In, in, but there's already a principle set for this. If you go on Kickstarter, GoFundMe, uh, there's, uh, there's a couple other crowdsourcing... Websites is what they crowdfunding. Sorry. Yeah, crowdfunding. Um, crowdfunding is better than the stock market. You don't make money by put by investing in these companies. 
all you do is you get to like I, I don't know maybe you just get to feel good. But if you like a if you like their idea that they've presented and the, the or the product that they're presenting to you, that sounds like a good idea. So you throw them some money. Well, that should be the whole point of the stock yeah. market. It would be ideally a it's nice. Kind of what it's supposed to be. Except like, you also own yeah equity in that company once you invest. But I just think that the stock market, much like most institutions, has been poisoned by the gatekeepers. Or closed off from us by the gatekeepers in a way. Well, like, learning to read was closed off to us by the gatekeepers for a long time. It was. There's a you lot of things right. yeah. that have been closed off throughout history. And the thing is, is we need to... Now that we have the internet, guys, nothing really should be closed off to us if we have the willingness and the desire to work to find it. Yeah. And um, There's, do, there's a know. lot of very powerful elite people that were globally like, in power of certain things and they got fucked over when the internet happened. Yeah. Look at China. They they struggled so hard and they still can't keep control over the internet usage of their people. Because every time they've tried people went around their little walls like uh, GitHub. Yep. GitHub was specifically invented for information trading through the Chinese firewall. VPNs was specifically invented to get around the Chinese firewall of information. Because people, we have this powerful tool of information. what should almost be collectively all human information that's ever been recorded in our hands. You could instantly access it through the cellular network. It's very nice. And it should never, ever, ever be throttled or cut off from people. Because that should be a human right to have that information. Well, they just did that in an election. Was it Uganda? Yeah. Yeah, they just... Well, and my thing is, is like this. Americans, we do not know how good we have it. Right now, if I went to use the internet in a cafe in China, internet cafe, because you probably Mm -hmm. can't have it in your house, there's a PRC party member there making sure that you don't do things that you're not supposed to do. Yeah. Like, do you want that world? And that's for the greater good. Mm -hmm. I'm so tired of being told that I can't say this word, or I can't do this, or I can't do that, because it might hurt someone's feelings. And it's like... No, I don't want to hurt someone's feelings because I'm a decent human being. I don't need a government puke to tell me that. I know. And then the problem is, much like anything, there's always people who ruin it for us. Well, how about punish them? The people them? who did want to hurt people's feelings. Or the people who did go and shoot up a school. Or the people who did fucking rob banks. Every time someone does something, the government's like, need we to- have to make sure nobody else can even think about doing that. But you can't possibly it's like, do that. That creates a... Guilty until proven innocent, mm-hmm. like, atmosphere in America. In reality, especially since law and order is so heavily ingrained into the Constitution, we should be a innocent until proven guilty, like, uh, nation. Which is what it's supposed to be. We should not be held responsible for actions we're not responsible for before they even happen. Well, and I think... I'm just focused- saying, like, that's what I see a lot of these days. Is like... Yeah... Oh, we, you can't have a 30-round magazine for your assault rifle because some people shoot up schools. It's like, but I don't. I, I want a 40-round mag do you know or a 100-round drum magazine. Do you know how many magazine. millions Why can't of magazines there are right now out in this country? Millions. Oh, yeah. Are there things being shot up, really? No. But, but here's the thing. The government says you can't have something. What do they do? They go this 3D print a 100-round drum because you can't buy one legally. So you can just 3D print it. Whatever. Well, because that banning things yeah. never works. Um, it doesn't. Um, hello, murders <laughs> happen every day. Uh, I'm pretty sure murder has been banned in pretty much every I was gonna society. I going to say, murder, murder is banned all across the world. I don't think there's a... 
place in the whole world where murder is legal. If it is, someone tell me. I don't but, know if there is. We'll have to look that uh, up. I really don't. Because it's just one of those things that's very unanimously decided upon that is bad. We d- we all just know it's bad. Nobody should have the right to take a life. Like Well, and that's really. what I'm saying. I'm not having a problem with the framework of saying... But see, this all goes back to common law, which is what our constitution is derived from. Mm-hmm. There is no victim as long as there's no crime. If it's something that's just in your realm, fine. But the second it comes out of that bubble and starts hurting other people... Mm-hmm. Then we have a problem. Well, we've gotten so far away with that because, like you said, they're inventing crimes that haven't even happened yet because a crime happened somewhere. Yeah. And it's like, well, I could have a nuclear bomb in my, in my control and it would be used responsibly because I am an adult. This is the problem I'm really having. It's like adults that behave badly. Why don't we focus more as a society on creating people that value self-control, virtue, wisdom, all of these things, instead of focusing on, we're going to put you in a box because you're naughty. But parents don't have a lot of time nowadays because they're all working nine to five office jobs and they're so focused on their little bills and they got to call Edward Jones because their investment's all fucked up and then their Land Rover uh, Land Rover fucking payments is due and I'm just saying they're chasing like, after life stuff. the, yeah, the middle class American dream is crumbled it's crumbled uh, you it's can't, hard you now can't to maintain rent. that but it takes away people's abilities to educate their children. So they just throw them in a fucking after-school program and get through their day. Well, you have to... But then on the flip side, it can be done. You might just have to go without that UTV and going to that California festival where everybody drives around in the desert in their Jeeps. Like, there... I see a lot of people find money... I am a believer if you want to do something, you will find a way to do it. I've, I've watched seen it that time and time, time again. and time again. Look at this, guys. Okay, that's a good example. And it's, I'm sorry I got to use serial no. killers as an example. Let's do her. There was uh, uh, there's a lot of examples of how serial killers just... Uh, they, like fucking... Tr- there's this one guy... Uh, uh, what's his name? Israel Keys. from oh, yeah. Actually from Colville, Washington, like 100 miles from here. He fucking found a way to be able to travel around the country constantly, like on a weekly basis, to plant murder kits. And, and like, uh, stalk people. It took a lot of resources for this man to do this, okay? But he found a way. But he really wanted to do it, and he found a way. I lo- And there's plenty of other examples of how some of these serial killers gained the resources to do the things they did to... Uh, to it's bad. My point, though, behind the whole thing is, like, people find ways. And then there's good examples. I just like the serial killer example, because everybody's obsessed with fucking true crime nowadays. Oh my so. gosh, yeah, we're not a true crime podcast. I feel like I needed to tap into that niche. Yeah. Well, Dr. Malcolm said in Jurassic Park, life finds a way. Yeah. And that is... That is very true. true. Life statement. would not exist to the... Life could have easily just given up on the extreme circumstances it faced to exist. And I've, I've talked about this probably a couple times now, but like... Maybe life exists because of the pushback, and it's like, hold my beer. <laughs> I think so. I've thought a <laughs> like, lot about my Well, and I've thought a lot about free will. You can't have a system that that celebrates free will, which I think our system does, without having the consequences of it, which is death, pain, and destruction. Mm-hmm. Cuz if true. you look at our system, it, it bases it, it really is based on free will. That dog can go wherever it wants. It might run into an obstacle, but it's going to dig a hole. Mm-hmm. If we just had everything worked perfectly all the time for us, it one, I think things would just die because there'd be no point. There has to be a point. And that's my point with this government thing. The government is supposed to exist in a limited form, in America anyways, to protect our rights. That is not what we've got now. Now we have a government that's like, oh, you might get the Rona. You gotta just, we gotta do all these things. Nobody leave their house. Everybody wear a whole box of masks. But I'm gonna take mine off because I'm in a position of power so I can be, I don't have to be discomforted. Uh And so it's like, okay, or I'm gonna... They also have access to instant 
testing and, uh, and all these experimental well, treatments. About, and Our president's flying to, what is it, Delaware to go watch the Super Bowl, but then his top medical advisor's like, you can't have parties. Don't travel. So I, I guess my problem is, is if you're going to say something, model it. Otherwise, don't say anything. Yeah. Especially if well, you're in a position of power. Our leaders have never been very good at leading by example, but they're above that. They don't need to. But that in America we That's do not the, have an aristocratic class, so we need we to do, we need to put a depth well, charge into that. We do now. Well, we always have the, the um, Vanderbilts were also because men want a king. What look up the definition of inauguration, real Ooh, quick. To install. It's like pageantry to create the illusion of power because power is an illusion. It yeah. doesn't exist. It's not tangible. It exists because we pretend that it exists, just like the value of money in the current fiat system. Well, humans desire a king. Power isn't a tangible thing. You can't 3D print it, thank God. You can't 3D print power. No. Can you imagine? But energy is, like we're talking electricity, actual power. It's, but, yeah. Um, the, the, the power of like the ruling class, all they had to do was convince us that it exists when it doesn't. It's it's an illusion, and they have to keep the illusion. What's the definition of inaugurate? Well, inaugurating is to induct into an office with suitable ceremonies, which in an inauguration is a ceremonial induction into office. So okay. it's, it has to have pomp. It's ceremonial, whether it's at your local 4-H meeting where everybody claps and you say a speech right. versus grandiose examples of power, like, look at all my tanks. Yeah. It's, it's a very ceremonial, like, transfer of power. Look, look at... Joe Biden's inauguration specifically, okay? <laughs> it was a pageant. It was pa super pageant. Super pageantry going on. Super I don't know what the fuck I'm Super pageant, Caleb, That's what you reminded but me. They built these grand stands and this yeah, display of a thousand that. million flags sitting there. We all paid and for And Lady that. Gaga. They paid for Lady Gaga and they paid for Jennifer Lopez and fucking... I did like the, the laureate poet they chose. So that was a good one. That girl? Good touch. That was a great poem. She was pretty cool. Yeah. But then they also worshipped her. But they paid for that. No, we. <laughs> we we paid, paid for, for I'm sorry, you're right. We. We paid for Lady Gaga to sing the National Anthem. Who gives a fuck about the National Anthem? Really? Hmm. It was not worth the money. Let's just put it that way. Okay, like, so you're For God's sakes, there's nine million recordings of people singing the National Anthem. As somebody who, you know, knows our national death, or death... National debt. Look at the national debt counter and tell me that we can afford to get Lady Gaga to sing one song. Okay, we that's... fucking cannot afford that. And we did it. It's stupid. But it was all this pageantry. Yeah. It's got to look. Basically, my point behind this was like, we obviously have an aristocratic class now that are in power. Well, and we've, and it was really bad. It's they have to be pampered in the and late... shown to the world and show off. There's they might as well have shown up in a fucking golden limo, for God's sake. In the late 19th century, it was very bad that way with the haves and have-nots. And then we also had a lot of ideas floating around, like, you know, anarchy and capitalism and versus socialism and stuff. That stuff. And there's a lot of anarchy and bombings during that time, especially in England and America. Mm -hmm. We just aren't taught about them intentionally, I think. But there was a huge populist movement, uh, and we did have an aristocracy. We had the Vanderbilts. We had all the Rockefellers. It was, and Americans were obsessed with what they were doing. Mm -hmm. They had their dinner menus published in newspapers. Like, it's really a weird thing. And, and we do the same thing now, but now we have an easier life than people did back then. Very true. And I think that keeps us, like, even me, I, I'm so busy all the time working and taking care of things 
that I'm thinking, well, okay, I need to get involved. I need to put my money or my time where my, my principles are. How do I do that? Are we intentionally not taught? And, and I have, I was homeschooled through middle school, so I did get taught some civics and some actual things. Did you in school? I kind of think they leave some of that, but not anything of depth, right? No, it was real simple shit. Yeah. Here, pass the standardized test. Yeah, and so it's like... I don't get paid enough to educate you guys. But during that time, I also got invited when I went back to public school. I was selected to be one of two people to leave for Montana to go serve with our... I think it was our state senator in Washington, D.C. for the wow. summer. And I didn't get to go because by the time we got the invitation, my parents yeah. had moved me again. Um, the, th the point I'm making is they do groom the smart kids to take over those positions. Because, see, I was supposed to be a page for that senator. This is good. This is a good thing. Well, yeah, it you're supposed be to be a page kids. for that senator for the summer. And then you will probably get invited back and work in a lobbying firm or as a clerk. And you eventually become part of that system. But they only take the elite. And by elite, uh -huh. I mean the smartest of the... Not that I'm smart, guys. But the smartest of their class... And they start when you're about a sophomore. It's mm -hmm. like they identify you and they start grooming you. Yeah. Because that perpetuates the system. Because you, one thing that happens is we all die. That's true. And a lot of people don't have kids. True. Like if you look at power, a lot of politicians tend to have children, but it's becoming more popular to have a dog than a child. If you look, especially I see, millennials. Yeah, I see that. Uh, millennial women my age. Dog dad. Dog yeah. mom. <laughs> a lot of millennial women Fucking my Instagram. age in both Europe and here are not getting married at all, and they have dogs. I know. I've noticed that. It's a trend. Which is weird, because essentially you're just a slave owner at that point. Nobody's... Awesome. A lot of people are starting to treat their animals as if they are... Human. A, human, and B, sentient. Oh, I hate how people are with animals. And then it's almost a virtue signaling. Oh, my dog dead. Look at me. Take good care of my dog, or whatever. I don't know. It's, In fact, I can go off about it. We I'm can not do, go not today, but it. we need to do an entire episode on animals because I can rant for days about this because I'm a farmer. Yeah. And animals and I have an understanding. It's We have a weird herd of animals, as Brady can attest. Yeah, oh, yeah. But the way people treat their animals, the way people let animals suffer... I just, because I'm all about animal welfare. It's weird. Yeah, it's I, super I, weird. I, I, I won't digress too Humanity's much. relationship with the animals we designate as pets has always fascinated me. I don't understand. Like I've never just, even. like, had the burning desire to have a dog or a cat. I don't, I'm not that kind of person. I don't know why. Oh, I have a friend... I have a friend who hates... I had a dog once, and it, it, wasn't it, never, it just never made sense to even have one at all. I have a friend that hates animals. It's not that she hates them. It's just she doesn't want them on her because it's something that needs to be cared for. That's true. Maybe and, that's part of what it was back then. And she hates... Like, had the dog. <laughs> when they come up to her, she's just like... And this person is a loving, wonderful person. She's mm -hmm. just not an animal person. But in America, that makes her something wrong with her. Yeah. And it's like, no, not everybody digs it. You know, yeah. I happen to be an animal lover, but that's because... I love animals. Like, but I also do not treat them like humans. No. They are animals. They Well, and they get to live out their base instincts. I don't. <laughs> I think if you own an animal, you have to, at the very least, simulate its natural conditions in the wild. I mean, come on. Dogs aren't fucking people. <laughs> the dogs... They live outside in packs, and they, they kill things with their face to live out, eat, out in the wild. They eat poop. <laughs> and they eat poop, and they eat literally anything that has any calories in it. Oh, because they're that's like, it's a diaper. Yay. Yeah. Okay, we'll we'll leave the dog thing. But I'm just talking about basically just. Our, you're our, talking about human humanization. Just look at how it's evolved. There's it used to be. I think dogs are in control because they figured out how to hack us. That's what happened. The only reason dogs ever fucked with humans is because they figured out how to hack us. Hey, that's an easy source of food. All we got to do is go around, be cute, maybe bark when a predator's around, so they 
the, the people don't get killed, and they and they love that, and they love having a, a living alarm system. So if we're just a living alarm system to them, uh, they give us food. It's really nice, and not <laughs> only that, they also protect us from the predators. It it was a symbiotic thing. Let's say, let's look at it from reality. They have an but they were somehow please. smart enough to hack us into being a food a good food supply. Well, they don't want love. They don't have the capacity to understand love. Uh, they, they do have an innate desire to please. Dogs always want you to be happy. Because they want your food. You're an easy source of food. Well, come on, guys. It's easy to see what's going on here. Well, at least a cat would just... They've hacked us. Cats cat. have hacked us even even better than dogs. Because cats are... Cats. <laughs> they not only hacked us for a food supply, but comfort. They don't even have Because cats love to be, nice. to be comfortable. Kitty. Yeah. Plus, we've inbred them so much. Cats aren't supposed to be little and fluffy like they are. That's not a cat. That's something very far evolved from a cat. Well, so are dogs. We've changed them Same a lot. Same with dogs. Dogs, chihuahuas shouldn't exist. There's no legitimate <laughs> biological reason Some... for a chihuahua to exist. And if it did exist naturally, it would 100% just exist to be a food supply for a bigger dog or bears or something. Some like, middle let's American be real, lady guys. is coming after you Oh, now. come on. Bring it on. I She... She is getting her army together. <laughs> you are gonna get yeah. hosed on. We better leave the dog thing. Yeah. You're, you're, but you're I'm, I'm just words. wondering if our thing with dogs is like, are we on a power trip? My thing is, is I'm curious about how the substituting of our perpetuation need of species with dogs versus perpetuating our species by having children is gonna have a negative effect eventually it might i mean or there's a I look at the overpopulation of pet dogs that are out there like oh. that's why kill shelters exist well people also breed them for their own purposes like fighting exactly I hate right. that mostly so just for profit a lot of people breed dogs for profit now or animals period but there's so many dogs out there i had volunteered at the humane society for two years when i was 18 and 19 and it's bad it's not just dogs it's cats cats are worse because they can breed faster. Breed faster. There's a lot more of them, a lot more stray cats out there than stray dogs. But my point is, is like, there's already too many dogs. People keep breeding them. That's because they're driven. I don't know. That just, I'm just bugged by the whole thing. I've never been a, I've never had the desire to own a pet. I don't understand it. I've never understood it. Just just put it that way. Like, I barely even wanted a fish when I was a kid. I didn't give a shit. Mm, I enjoy animals a lot. But I also have a different philosophy on them than most people. I don't know. Yeah. I believe they should be treated with dignity and love and respect. And you just do like any treat other. your animals with that, and it's amazing. It's also why they... Well, I have failed I things, just, too. It's also why they won't leave when they get out. I can't personally uh, understand your desire to own the animals. I don't... And, but it's see, it's different when it's, when it's utilitarian. Like, I need to have these cows because that's what I eat. Or that's what I sell to other people who need to eat the cows. But the difference is, I it's don't different. think there's anything broken in you because you don't like dogs. I don't think so either. Because I also know you. You would not be mean to a dog. It's not like... No, I, thought, I do love would, dogs. Don't get me wrong. You just don't want to care for I one. I love animals. I love all forms of life. Mm-hmm. But you don't feel driven by a desire to attribute human-like characteristics to it so that you have something that loves you every day. Yeah. And maybe that's all it is. Is it a desire be to be loved? I don't know. That's but not... guess what, guys? I'm sorry to say, like, those animals don't love. They don't have the capacity for it. Maybe... They do in their own you way. You could argue it, but I really just don't think, like... I, I'm pretty sure there has been studies on this, too. Like, I cats think... don't really love you guys. They don't. They love food. I think they food. have a form of affection animals do for you, but it's not the same as... It's more, as, as more of a utilitarian form of well, affection. Well, let's as talk in, about the Greek I, I like this lifestyle because I have food in my bowl every day, and it's not even... It not could a, be pack love, That crunchy too. bullshit kibbles food crap. 
That's not what animals are supposed to eat. They're supposed to literally chase something for a mile and then kill it with their face. That's what animals do out in the wild, guys. Well, also, there's different forms of love. Like, we can talk about the Greek of that. And, like, agape. That's true. We could. There's yeah, agape, eros, agape, yeah. phila. And, and agape is wanting the highest good for the other. That is not the kind of love animals have for you. I think no. it's a different type of it's love. A, I think it's an affection. It's a utilitarian love. Well, and I, my, in my opinion, I guess. Well, that's your opinion. I also know <laughs> that my dogs have affection for me. Like, Cora will go out of her way to come in and just snuggle up to me and just lay there. Hmm. But it could just be that she wants to suck up to me because I am the power structure. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's what they do in their packs. Like, there's a hierarchical animals. system. Yep. And they're going to obviously look at us as the alpha. Uh, <laughs> they don't think we're other dogs, but they know that's what their DNA has programmed them to do is like, there's mm -hmm. an alpha in our pack. And my little dog and is And you very have beta. to suck up to them. Yep. Otherwise, it will fuck, it will bite, it'll kill you with its face. Also, that's what it does. That's what animals do. My favorite do. thing in the whole world is when a beta human gets an alpha dog. <laughs> it's so fun. You know how many animals I've had to train over the years for people? Maybe. I don't know. You know, and that's another thing you talked about. There's an overpopulation of pets. During quarantine, I had seven female cats dropped on my farm because people think, oh, you're a farm. You need animals. Over the years, I've had people dump animals on me lots of times. And it makes me sad because I, a human, I believe only has energy and strength and capacity to love things to the best of their ability in a minute number. So, you know, you see animal yeah, holders so. and stuff. Well, you do. You have a limited amount of physical cap capital. Yeah. And then when you have money, you can expand on that. Yeah. But, like, realistically, that's a lot of cats. So I spent all quarantine getting those cats fixed because I knew that you couldn't, you know, I this will not have more animals than I can, one, want to spend time to take care of, and two, know that I can take care of. Yeah. And I also don't believe in treating them like humans. I don't treat my animals like humans at all. Which is good. You should. Some people really do treat them like humans. Though. Oh yeah, or people keep I've them alive these, in pain, and they just don't these, understand why they're in pain. I don't. I don't. It drives like that. me crazy. I see these hashtag dog mom videos, oh. and they're pushing little dogs around in their stroller. It's something uncanny to that me. That makes about me want to throw up. Oh. That Again, dog guys. Matter. Yeah. Well, and this goes back to that whole everything is out of whack right now, and I think that's what we are getting ready to go into the fourth industrial age. I think we're at the beginning of it, anyways. You, and so what's going to, because you were talking about the UBI the other day, mm -hmm. the universal basic income, that's coming. They tested it during Corona. Mm -hmm. Here's the extra 600 a week. The ultimate goal is to get to a society where currency doesn't even exist anymore. Which is where blockchain We just do in. things to do it. We want to fucking go to Mars. It's just done. We don't have to pay money to do it. We just build the things that need to be built. We have the res we dig the resources out of the ground. We build the thing that needs to be built, and we just fucking do it. Money's not involved. Power's not involved. It's just a matter of doing it. How's that gonna happen? Uh, and that's just one example. Food for existence. We all need food, and we just we instead of going to work to make a paycheck, we just we all, we already have our needs met because currency doesn't exist. So everybody has their needs met. It doesn't have to be even governed by... The goal is to get to an ungoverned system with no currency. I don't think we're ever going to reach that in my lifetime. Or even, like, close to it. Yeah. But it, these these elite technocrats, if you will. Thanks, Alex Jones, for the terminology. Technocrats. Uh, that is their ultimate goal. It's not necessarily nefarious, but there might have to be some unreasonable steps to get there. Let's just put it that way. But he, can humans be But they've motivated, written their Brady? blueprint. It's out there to see publicly. Like, look at the Davos group. They're telling us everything they want to do right out in the open. Well, their language is very... Flowery. Very vague and flowery. Yeah, but but it's there. It's their blueprint. Can human can a human system function without profit as a motivation? This is our big talk. It can. It has before. Uh, can it? You ha and I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about as a profit. Like... 
Oh. I'm talking about... I, I chimp have more bananas. That's, that's what I'm talking about in a sense. Can our system function without having profit as a motivation? And I'm talking about not just money, but power. Right. Like, or anything. Like, can we can we function? And I, I think we can manipulate our social contracts to stray away from that. I just don't think that's what's happening. Well, obviously it's not happening because everybody's all miserable. <laughs> yeah, it's but like, it can be... It can be done. Power is imaginary. If we just stop believing in it, it doesn't exist anymore. Well, and there is a huge subsect of humanity in our country that is happy just to exist. Like, mm -hmm. I think if they could have Taco Bell or Pizza Hut droned into their house and they could do VR or just passive, you know, play Oh, their there's Xbox, a lot of people that want that. I think that, there's yeah. millions of them that would be okay with that. That's fine. And as long as they make that choice, I'm all right with it. That's but then the choice. rest of us that don't want to behave that way, because I don't. I, I want to be I like able to, to be productive. I like self-determination. Yeah. I'm a big believer in it. I don't want... I understand that there is a need. Well, then we have this other thing, though. Not everybody thinks the same. There's an entire <coughs> country, I'm not yeah, going to say yeah, which one, yeah. that believes they have the collective right to coerce and manipulate people and do all these things. And they're oh, not going to just... you mean all of them? Well, yeah. And, and, <laughs> as I said, I'm not going to name names here. They, they have, you know, it used to be Manifest Destiny, but now it's a little different way. Now it's like... So, or they have the right to... Now it's, uh, start your own self-help, uh, seminar group on the The seminars. Internet. Yeah, that's, that's now Manifest Destiny. That's what it's become. So, like, even if Brady and I, as <laughs> we're modern day, I'm gonna say we're philosophers is to try to find the way to be live your best life, right? To live life the best. We're kind of that. Even if we wanted to start our own little compound, or commune, or I don't know which word I want to use. I and where we just got responsibility. No, no, what I'm talking about is where you just went, like in the Stoics did, and you sat in a bathtub and just talked and listened to each other, and you didn't have any possessions, and you just hung out, right? That's kind of been my whole life leading up yeah. to this point. Well, well and then I'm saying, so you want to go do that. The problem is, is I didn't you're, have a bathtub, still, though. you're still under the thumb of what power That's structure. That's very true. You still have to operate within their boundaries. So how... they set. Because like they, they exactly. were chosen by God to give those boundaries. So, or now it's by science or by the... You know, they like to throw it's the word democracy around. Again, it doesn't matter where power comes from. They, it doesn't exist. They, well, it does thing. not exist, but it does in we the fact pretend. that we suffer the consequences of people saying it yes, does. The consequences of imaginary power exist fully. There's always an alpha chimp. And it does We've corrupt. We've talked about that before. Yeah, there's always an alpha chimp. Well, never I... going to get away from that. That's, we're never going to get away from that. Even if you in, even if you put out a eugenics program to breed power out of people. It'll still. It'll still happen. It's just a natural occurrence, I think. So my belief... we're animals, just like anybody else. That's and, where my belief of mitigating power in government comes from. I want yeah. limited government. Well, I don't I think want it, a huge one. I think it maybe stems from DNA, and it's... Desire to keep improving to be the best DNA can be and then perpetuate okay. to be even better. And maybe that's what causes this alpha thing that so happens. I don't know, really. Or or somehow life has a built-in hierarchical system so, and maybe there's a utility for it. That so I our title, The out. Invisible Cost of Cell Division, this is kind of it. Is it's that whole power struggle thing? Possibly. Uh, but I just, I'm, I'm trying to think of it from a purely... You have to think of it from a particle point of view. You always everything should be broken down into its smallest particles to fully understand. So we know that there's a phenomenon of power, okay, and need this weird drive to have it from people and from other animals too. There's always an alpha animal. Mm -hmm. um, but it's like, where does it, what particle combination causes it, or what's the utility for it for the DNA? 
Well, I think because that's was... what we're made of, and that's kind of just what drives us. Like it's it just was the... probably the proliferation and survival of our species. Because life that's has to thinking. have a drive, but now we are thriving. But because of that drive, we're actually hurting ourselves. Yeah, in a so, way. Like, not, at the same that... time, we're not because we're very more com- much more comfortable than we've ever been. Well, and that's why I get so mad at people think, saying everything is so bad. It's we're less bad. violent. There's a lot of bad, but there's a lot of good. We were sitting there eating pizza that was brought to us by a person that we didn't even yeah. have to cook the other night. It's Here, not bad. Here's here's how I gauge how humanity's doing. I can still go buy a fucking frozen pizza for a dollar fifty. It's a little higher than it used to be, but that's inflation. Dollar fifty is pretty. It's a reasonable. pretty arbitrarily small amount of money. In America. I can find that in almost anybody's couch and go buy a fucking frozen pizza, get full, mm-hmm. and watch fucking TV. Yep. I'd say we're still doing pretty damn good, despite the issues we're having. We have a huge wealth disparity <laughs> right now. I think that's the biggest problem is during the... Okay, this might be part of the angst, too. It's been a problem with building for a while, but during the Rona, the disparity has gotten much larger. Massive corporations were allowed to stay open while your hairdresser had to shut down and lose her house. Yes. So I think people see that maybe they were op- their eyes were open to the hypocrisy of it that, hey, you're making record profit while I'm barely surviving here. Or I'm getting paid like $12 an hour and you expect me to buy a $500,000 house with that. So there's these... There's this feeling of, there's I'm th- just not... For the effort I'm putting out to be even remotely productive, I'm not getting much return. Maybe that's and it. what are we supposed to do? Uh, pull yourself up by the bootstraps no, that's and silly. start a stupid internet m- marketing scheme because that's all we have anymore. Is exploiting other or, people? Or alternatively, you get on a Reddit page and listen to fucking people who refer to themselves as retards tell you what stocks to buy to get money. I don't know. There's a lot of different ways now, I guess. But what those people are <laughs> the doing, internet's a great tool. What those people are doing though is the same thing that the rich are doing, and it's not sustainable. There's no. going to be losers, and I told you it's this when, when this Somebody's all started. Somebody's got the bag, guys. Somebody's holding the bag, and it's usually an idiot. Well, I told you when this all started. I said it's all fun and games right now, but next week there's going to be some pain. Yeah. And sure enough, what was there? A little bit of pain. A little yeah. bit of pain. Um, Someone. By the way, just to, I guess to, we'll just give you updates on the on the uh, on the Wall Street warfare. Oh, I love Wall Street warfare. Nothing's happened. It's just hanging there. <laughs> the hedge funds doubled down. <laughs> they were buying more shorts to try to fucking push the, the price down, and in turn, the redditors bought more stocks to try to squeeze the price back up. It's a fucking weird little battle, and nobody's gonna win from this. No. Let's just put it that way, because even if you're not involved. They're going to fucking hit you with so many regulations that yep. now you can't go get Robinhood app and and buy $14 worth of stocks. That's what's going to happen from the, all of this. That's the result we're going to get. And maybe a hedge fund might get hurt. Whoop-dee-doo. Uh, that's what we want to see because there's, uh, we just don't like it. They went and got capital to shore up their positions because guess what, guys? These big hedge fund people, mm-hmm. they can get money printed for They're them from very Federal clever. Reserve. Yeah, well, they own the government. Yeah. That's the part that I don't think people realize. They get to write the rules. Exactly. So they loved having well, Robin Hood so their... they can make trillions off of your little transaction fees because that's what they make it they on. They were making bank. And then all of a sudden that was used against them. So they'll change the terms of service. It's coming if it hasn't already happened. Oh, yeah. And then you know what will happen? We'll find another way around it because um, that's the way People it are already digging into that too. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically with Robin Hood, uh, huge lawsuits were opened up. But then a lot of people realized that there's clauses in the terms and conditions they agreed to that basically says you can't open up a lawsuit. Yep. It's arbitration. Yep. But that can be hacked, and they've, they're trying to figure out a way to get around it because arbitration also can hurt Robin Hood oh, yeah. if enough arbitrations are opened against them. 
Well, Which is basically, arbitrations is like settling out of court. It's mediation. Essentially. Mediation, yeah, without a court or a jury. Um, it's sketchy, but it, it can cause Robin Hood a lot of pain if we use the, use it as a weapon against them. It just takes it just takes numbers. It's a numbers game. Everything's Because what slow. they think is, uh, a lawsuit typically involves multiple parties being affected. Arbitration tries to mitigate it to one at a time. So if you have a million people opening opening arbitration against Robinhood, That'll it's cost, really going to cost Robinhood a lot of money, a lot. more than uh, a class action lawsuit for years and years would. So it, it's one of those balancing acts that I don't think uh, it's really going to culminate in anything. But it, it's just interesting to see. And then doesn't this piss you off on such a larger thing that we're spending all this time and energy and capital on fighting with rich people when we have. People don't have houses. People can't even buy houses. Our wages are bad. There's all of these problems we could fix, and we're doing this. Like, yeah. I get so... That gives me... I do have days of disillusion because it's like, what am I... What you can gotta I, fight some battles, though. Oh, I, oh, I love the battles. And those people That's, just chose that particular battle. And that problem... That is not what, I guess... I'm, I have no judgment there. Yeah. That part I'm happy about. It's just... It makes me sad because when they... What the rich people love to do with their Pepsi-Cola commercials at the Super Bowl is they love to project this... We are doing something about the problem. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, you just spent $5 million to tell me that you're doing something so that I'll feel like you are because it's yeah. subversive. Imagine messaging. if they had just handed people who were born in a shitty situation and needed the money to come up in life. If they just handed them that $5 million to whatever that organization that helps them. Whatever. Whatever your charity of choice. Well, yeah, it doesn't, because giving people money mm -hmm. doesn't work. Look at the people that win. You should on never it. give people money. Well, but you should use money to give people a, at least a ladder. You know, I have a good idea in this. Money's this not guy, a ladder. I've, you can I've buy a ladder, this, though. There's a movie out called Nomadland. They're talking about the lady. Such a great actor and stuff. But I actually <laughs> looked at the, the guy behind the story, and he was a dude in Anchorage who was a union grocery clerk. Mm -hmm. And then his wife left. They, they got divorced. And he was, all alimony and everything took, he only had $1,200 a month to live on, okay? And he said, well, I can't do anything with that. Rent's 900 right? So this was about 20 years ago. So he just bought a panel van, and the dude became this, like, huge nomad guy. He's like, I, he, he uh, That's has... That's a big culture movement now, by the way. It is. Yeah. Well, and what was interesting about this is he has a program, because there's a lot of people that can't afford rent in this country, especially people that are disabled. And so he goes around and they get vans for people that can't afford them. And what he does is he puts it in their name, but then he also has this contract they sign where it takes 200 a month, like a payment. And then when they get to the end, they get the title to the van and all the money. Oh, hell yeah. But it's like, it That's shows. cool. It was really neat how he did it because you have, human beings have to have some skin in the game or Absolutely. they don't value it. Absolutely. And these people love their new vehicles they're, and they're not brand new. Like it's like a 2003 Toyota van or something, but it's like, it's their it's home yeah, and they put is. solar panels on it and they have little toilets. There's and... huge companies right now uh, that take vans and turn them into homes. They yep. uh, Tom Green, famous comedian from Canada. Oh yes. He, he fucking got it. He went... All in on the van life. Just out of the fucking blue decided, I'm going to buy a van. And I'm going to go to all these, like, hidden gem places in America with my van. Because you don't usually see them. They're off the beaten path, pretty much. Well, BLM and he takes, land, his, takes his van and his and dog goes and, goes out, and a shotgun and goes out alone in his fancy van. And basically goes out in the middle of nowhere and writes a little bit of music in his van. Well, and nomad culture is very sustainable because you're using stuff that already exists. You don't, mm -hmm. you have a low impact. And yeah, you can go on BLM land in America, Bureau of Land Management Land. You can stay for 14 days and then mm -hmm. you have to move. Yeah, and there's, there's these huge maps of the of these just mm -hmm. off the beaten path. Beautiful places. It's called Boondocking. You're probably going to get eaten by a bear if you don't know what nah. you're doing, but you can do it. 
Well, and now they're yeah, boondocking is boondocking. Really, but it's this cultural movement. Van culture is just exploding right now because well, in Quartzsite they had it's all we have anymore. When they first started meeting in Quartzsite, which if you haven't been to Quartzsite, Arizona in the winter, it's pretty amazing. There's like a hundred thousand. Well, I think it's like three hundred thousand people meet in the desert and have a flea mart. Super fun. Hell yeah! But uh, they started with forty five people when they first met in like twenty ten or it was a while ago, right? And it just grew. Into, it's like thousands of them, and they yeah. all just now, but now they have caravans and they watch out for it's each other. Turned into Burning Man somehow. It pretty wow. much. Has. <laughs> but the thing is, is it's like okay. Why is it every time the hippies gather, it just Maybe becomes this Burning huge Man. event? I don't know. Because Burning Man started out the same way. Like, let's just go do a bunch of drugs in the desert and dance. And, and then it became a thing. Let's let our primal instincts out. Yeah. And then it just the now it's like an exclusive club, pretty much. <laughs> well, and I just my point with that is there's a whole there's a problem. Can't afford rent. Yep. Found a solution. Found a, We're very good at finding solutions. And fans are cool because you're not rooted. You have to. You are. In a mobile vehicle. Well, you can be you in the warm anywhere. lands in the, in the yeah, winter, you can and you can be in the cool For whatever lands the price the... of gas and, you know, survival is. And it takes and survival way less money. survival is relatively cheap. On in America, it is. Bare bones, staying alive. What do you need? Food, water, and, shelter. and protection from the elements. Yep. It's all you need, and it's not that expensive to get those things. And also, there's this idea of minimalism, where yeah. if you have less things to take care of, you might be happier. That's what drives the van culture. I like is that minimalism, pun. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is minimalism, yeah. We don't need a lot of shit. No, because that's what's... The opposite of minimalism is what's drove our culture for a mm -hmm. long time. Is you have to have all the things to be happy. Even prisoners, like, even prisoners aren't living a minimalistic life. Like, let's no. just think about this for a minute. Prisoners can watch TV. John McAfee is in prison right now, and he's tweeting. So How the fuck is a motherfucker sending tweets out in prison? I don't know. He's he in one of them cushy ones. I don't think he's in no fucking does he max Does have him? Like, he's trying security. a white-collar prison. They're like... But treats. my point is, there's nothing minimalistic about even prison. And why are there But there's something prisons? appealing to minimalism. Why are there different prisons for different types of crimes? I've always because wondered that. Because pedophiles and murderers are a little scarier than hedge fund fraud people well I let's just put but, it that but way. wait a second according to like QAnon, those people are murderers too the anecdote oh well i mean <laughs> like, come on like the proof is in the pudding the, i think i don't the, well you're basically i think they have to choose some of their own to be used as an example and throw to the wolves once in a while and that's they why do. they're like yeah. well we'll give you the nice street like martha yeah. stewart i love that she went to prison for something that i know is done literally every single day on wall well, street tax dodging yeah, it was like, or insider trading insider or whatever trading. it was. Oh, it was yeah, insider trading. It was yeah, for yeah, 70000 yeah. Hello? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, find it, I find it hypocritical. Super hypocritical. I think the punishments for insider trading, trading are just not uh, harsh enough. No, I just, I'm just joking. How about, I'm riffing. But instead the, of going to jail, making the restitution. Think about the temptation of that. What? How easy insider trading is to do. Just how easy. Well, our Congress people oh, just did do, it and oh didn't get God, in trouble. Like, you're you're just this peon in a company that's huge. And you know but you have thing. the power. Whatever position you're in, you have the power to manipulate the worth of the company, and you have also the power to make your friends a lot of money by giving them a little bit of information for forty nine ninety five. Forty nine ninety five. Yeah. It's so it would be so tempting, and it's so easy mm. that I understand why people do it. Well, that's the problem, though, is I don't think we value the right virtues in this country anymore. I think we mm. used to somewhat, but then we did bad things, too. I think, I think people still do. But I just don't think the elite people, they're just on a whole other level. Then They're on a whole other planet. Bandwidth. 
Like, Earth to them is not Earth. It's, I don't know what it is. It's like they've conquered it. Why don't they just go to Mars, then? It's like an asset to them, really. The people that want to tell everybody what to do, why don't they load up, talk to Elon. Well, they're going to. Go to Mars. Well, they think we're not. The we're richest the man in America, if not the world, is trying to go to Mars. That's true. And we're going to plant, he's going to plant his flag. It's probably going to be a picture of the Dogecoin. I'm just guessing. <laughs> Did you see his recent tweet from <laughs> <Yeah>. last night? <laughs> yeah. The Cuban centipede looking fucking Dogecoin. Yo, I don't even meat. know what was going on oh, there. But man, I that was glorious. I don't know. But we're, we have to wrap it up oh. today early. Like, yeah, there's they heard going... me talking about Elon. Did they post You must one? be joking. Is Elon messing with us? Oh, more. Do yeah. That man has way more power. That He can just tweet something and it changes the way I, the market works. And now works. he's self aware of that. Oh, and he's doing it just for fun. I think he's. Guys, I've said this before. He's an alien. He's a teenage alien who ended up on Earth. He's and having a good time. We don't perceive him. He's on a different time scale. So he, we don't see him as a teenager, but as far as souls go, he's, he's a fucking preteen alien okay. who's come to Earth. He's way above us on every level of intelligence and produ productivity. And he's just memeing left and right. Where's he's like, the I love Elon Musk because... He's one of those elite people who are just on our level. Like, I feel like he's trolling he plays, us. He plays games with us, in yeah. a sense. Like, not against us. <laughs> Where's the subreddit for like, self-aware Elon, talking, though? Because I'd like to see it. The richest man in probably the universe. The, I, I doubt it. There's Saudi people who have a lot more money than him uh, from just being born around some oil. True. But the what they record in, in like Forbes, the richest man in the world, Elon Musk, is... Fully on board with the takedown Wall Street bullshit, and that's not typical for a billionaire elite. I think it's because he's trolling everybody all the time. He, he loves the troll. He really yeah. does. He's really good at it. But I think he also doesn't like the power elite because he he's not a power elite. He just has a lot of money. He has a lot of influence, but he doesn't play the political game. I'm sure he has to navigate it to operate his businesses, but he doesn't. He doesn't try to. I'm going to be the governor of California, or I'm going to run for president. He doesn't play that game that we know of he plays his own separate game of i gotta get the fuck off of this crazy planet <laughs> so i'm gonna do everything in my in my power to uh fund that operation well, I wonder so what sort did. of advances he's made in radiation who, who else do you know sells a flamethrower that's true as almost literally a toy <laughs> to get him enough money to dig a tunnel under las vegas he has done some interesting <laughs> things you're right and you want to know why he's digging that tunnel under las vegas because he fucking hates traffic, as much of us do. So he's like, someone's got to do something about the traffic. Nobody's doing anything about the traffic because they're all playing this stupid political game mm -hmm. and it never gets done. And all they do is like, well, we'd put a fucking uh, weird overpass, like looks like a goddamn... Uh, clover. A clover. Yep. We'll do that. That'll solve traffic. No. But they don't actually deal with like the inflating population or anything like that. Elon's like, you know what? There's this thing called underground. There's He's like, thing. we can't have flying cars, so we can't, you know, navigate in 3D space as far as driving. So let's just make layers underground to mitigate traffic. It's he just thought about it really hard and was like, 3D. Oh, okay. We're driving 2D. We need 3D. We need three-dimensional driving. He's, he's he he's theta. Theta chat. <laughs> but um. Yeah, he's just he's just literally just trying to solve problems because he hates traffic and he ha he just wants to go to Mars. There's nothing there. He knows there's nothing there, but he doesn't want to be here anymore. So, or maybe he just wants. He to wants go another place for us to go. 
<laughs> I don't know. Do you think there's an Elon Musk cult? Absolutely. I wonder if there's... I'm probably the leader of that cult. You think unintentionally. so? No, I'm oh. just joking. I don't know. Celine would think I am, though. Oh. Uh, well, you are fond but of But my point is, is like, he's an example of an elite person who doesn't really play the same game as the others. True. He's like their their black sheep teenage son that they kicked out. He's still when they were part of the game for doing, though, because he has pot. defense contracts. Yeah, it's one of the black sheep son. Yeah, he <laughs> he got caught smoking pot in the mansion's basement, and they kicked him out, and they're like, oh, "Cut me off!" So he's just like, "Okay." But here's your grandma's inheritance. Yeah. Go 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 forth and conquer. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he did. He went forth and conquered. Oh, I know. He's now he can just speak and things happen. Yeah, it's now, like it's when like, did that uh, happen? He literally has a superpower. He really he, does. He just he, he all he has to do is tweet one word and stocks. He, when he tweeted to use Signal, and it people, crashed. And it. Uh, nobody did their research and realized Signal's a nonprofit. Yeah. They went and bought a different company. It's called Signal Stock, who's actual uh, yep. uh, publicly traded company. People are just <laughs> and that fucking stock shot through the roof, and it wasn't even the had app. Nothing it wasn't to do even with the, it. the messaging app. So he has this weird. Too much power. Uh, he has too much influence over certain things. Maybe he let her learn. For no reason at all, just because we. Specific. It's our fault. He doesn't. But again, that, that, that's, that's an illusion. Again, it's an illusion. That is true. We've created that. It's artificial. Well, and maybe, you know, that is it's maybe is fault. the title of this today is we're talking about how power is an illusion. That exactly. we cede our power to people who say they're in charge of us, but yet we've forgotten that the power yeah. that we give them, we actually um, give them. My question, though, on that note, is. It's very clear that these people aren't even trustworthy with that power. So why do we keep doing it? Why do we keep doing it? I think that's the question of... The Nobody world. actually trusts Joe Biden with the power. Nope. Nobody actually trusted Donald Trump with the power. Nope. So why do we keep what doing it? What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, well, that was supposed to be the checks and balances and the not even, powers. They're not even good all. at gaining our trust anymore. They don't have to. Except the real sleepy people. Because they just don't have the capacity... To really think or care. I think as they long just as want the their system, McDonald's, yep. Just want to be able to get to their McDonald's. And as they long just as want the system iPhone. perpetuates, I think the elite have learned that though, because they, they used their... to use us to fight their wars to make money. Yeah. But they I think well, they realize <laughs> they do, but not to the degree they did. I think they've realized that their system can perpetuate yeah, the power elite. That's the new if elite. There's comfort. We've just elected into power a an old school elite, so he's going so to we'll uh, fight he's again. Again, going to start a war and profit from it it's the old it's the old model the old we just elected the uh ford model t why when we we have teslas driving around everywhere it's our own fault though because we are under the illusion that the two-party system is the only way we keep letting it happen i don't understand it maybe i I can't even pretend to understand why we still have the two-party system i don't want to bitch about it anymore though i actually want to help i know it takes a long time my goal is to do something i really do want to do something about it here we are on a uh, literally a podcast the only point of a podcast is to talk about it but and I think yeah. we're going to get to the point where we can do something about well, it. Well, and Just, then you and I are in an age where we're taking care of the next generation of youngins and getting them out the door. So yeah. I do realize there's a reason why people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s are in government. Because you've done that one part. Yep. And it's a very demanding part. Very. And then you got to move on to the next. So I'm trying to think about, I'm getting ready to move on to the next part here in a few years. Uh, once the children get out. So I'm trying to figure out what can I do and put myself in the game as far as putting my skin in the game. I like we will. Well, um, it's easy to say, oh, all we have to do is purchase lobbying power like the rest of them. But it's that's not, not an that easy simple. thing to execute. It's though. a lot it's easy of work. To say, but we got to figure it out, people, because that's that's how the elite Did broker it. their power. Yep. It's the power stock market for them. 
We just need to be able to hack it like Wall Street bets hacked the actual stock market. That's all. That's all I'm saying. So that if was one the point of, of this episode is we got to figure that we got to really figure it out, guys. It, um, this is my rallying call. And if there's one of you out there that has a good idea, please share it with us. Because see, Brady and I aren't afraid to work. My God, he worked at a feed plant and I worked at oh a feed God, store. We know how to. We'll put the work in. You're <laughs> like, and I know this is not going to happen overnight. But if we could just start, that's the whole point. Just start somewhere. Like the podcast. We just started it because we needed a forum mm-hmm. to discuss ideas. It wasn't even... I didn't even intend at first to make it into something that is going to do anything. It was just like... I just like I just like talking to Katie. We have the interesting like conversations. Yeah. And I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I'm like, we have interesting conversations much like Joe Rogan and all these others. Yeah, and Duncan. So and I yeah. just want my own. I want people to listen to my conversations too. Because I think some of mine are even more interesting than Joe Rogan's. Because... Damn. He's become a broken record, unfortunately. Well, and we, ours is very phil- philosophical in nature, which actually interests me and has my whole life. I want to know yeah. the why. It didn't start like that. If you no. guys go listen to the first few episodes. It wasn't that way at all. It was just like, it oh, was... well, let's just talk about music. music. <laughs> let's just topical. talk about Bigfoot today. But then we realized what we actually <laughs> wanted to talk about. And that's the thing with this government yeah. thing. If we can just start, we'll eventually figure it out. Yeah. But how it evolved is because we couldn't talk about Bigfoot without talking about Bigfoot. The philosophical impacts of Bigfoot, and that's why it's evolved into this Which metaphilosophy is? bullshit. Metaphilosophy! Uh, and I love it. It's just how everything's just naturally gone, and that's why the podcast is the way it is now. Instead of us droning on about one single subject, and it's really, everybody does that. Every podcast does that. It's, just, it's topical. I don't want to be those podcasts. I want to talk about all the things yeah. and how they interconnect. And we kind of do. I know we do. <laughs> this one is a big one right now, and it's a it's going to change. Yeah. Whatever happens in this realm is going to affect our lifetime. I, I've been very plugged into the whatever is going on in the world, whatever you call it, the energy, the conscious, the the main. The mainstream consciousness. The conductive current yeah. events train. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I, I plug into it as a hacker, like from a backdoor, from an overlooking perspective. I don't plug into it as part of it. I don't perpetuate you're not a, it. You're Except, not a consumer. You exactly. consume in a different way. I did way. throw like six bucks into GME. I threw three bucks into AMC and I threw $10 into Doge. But it was for the memes. I didn't, don't want to make a profit. How am I going to make a profit of six bucks? I am up almost $5 on a five cent cryptocurrency though. So I, I can't. But my point is, is like with yeah. the, with everything going on, I, I I really just try to take it a third a, a third person perspective on it. Well, I like to consider the why, not what the how or what's happening. Like, yeah. why is this occurring? It's clear. It's clear what's happening. We yeah. see it. But I like to go. What, what's okay, the motive? Why yeah. and what's what's happening on a particulate level? I do. I like to consider things, and I think that's yeah. where we could probably leave it because that's the whole point of our podcast is to consider all the things. Hypothesism. Hypothesism. Know? Why do I have we're going to push it? We are. Um, I'm, I'm the only on reason it. we're not really like going into it in detail on the podcast and everything is it's. Sort of going to be slightly separate from the podcast. Yep. Um, but Katie is a wonderful writer. She's she's writing up an actual book about it. And books um, take time, people. Yeah. So we don't really. It's not exactly a full, f- fully fledged out idea yet. It's just something we've tickled a little bit. And it's also worthwhile. But it's in process. But I think that once we really get going on it, um, it'll be an important tool. Hopefully for most people. Well, and the podcast is the weekly message message of hypothesism. It's yeah. like our brains are constantly like investigating our impressions, and so this whole that's whole episode, every episode is like, well, this is what I think about this. Why does this correlate with that? That is hypothesism. 
But to really truly live hypothesism, it's important to constantly shatter your uh, impressions. Impressions, like break them down as much as you can. Make sure they're not stuck to you in any way. You don't want to marry your impressions. Yep. Exactly. You want to be able to separate yourself from them and then look at them. Why do you have these impressions? <clears throat> and then try to figure out a more logical approach to things away from your impressions. Well, because they're it's, feelings... it's okay to have everybody has impressions about everything, every do. little thing. We've become it's 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 just the way it is. But well, impressions are feelings based, and you shouldn't important... be making all your big decisions based on your feelings. Exactly, but it's important not to put gorilla glue on your impressions and oh. stick them up in your brain. Oh. You don't want them stuck there You forever. want it to be magic tape where you can hold it there for a bit, but then uh -huh. just peel it right off. Exactly. Okay. This and is... put new, new, better, more informed impressions. I think we're going to call this magic tape impressionism. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, On that note, you bye. guys have a great day. Bye.